Yeah. I got my pickles. Yeah. I got my four quarter. Okay. I just chugged my protein. Okay. Are you ready? Absolutely. I didn't tell you. Okay. Because you asked me. I, I mentioned it and I don't remember. I don't, blah, blah, blah. I don't remember if I mentioned it on the podcast or off the podcast, but you're like, you need to tell me that story. And then I didn't. The serial stalker that I ran into at Tech. Yeah. Okay. I don't yes. remember where I mentioned that, but. I don't know either because I think you and I have talked about it a little bit outside the podcast. I think. Yeah, we was happening. Yeah, we weren't friends. No, we were just like acquaintances. So it was like, Ugh, what's happening? And that was yeah. really it. But let's let's relive that tale of how fucking oh, weird that was. Oh no, it's, it's probably gonna be a two parter because that was like a really long saga, and I don't I don't have a, like a I don't know what the like outcome of it was, but it was still really like looking back on it now it's really funny, but like the that situation was an event. Like, it was an event, but, like, the situation in and of itself was not funny, but what ended up happening was fucking hilarious. Yeah. So, this, this did I say it might be a two-part? This might be a two-part story, because it's a little yes. long. So, once upon a time, when I was going to school at Tennessee Tech, you can literally Google that, so I'm just going to put that out there. So, when I was going to grad school, something you have to know about me is that I don't people watch, but I pay close attention to proximity of people to me. So... If I see somebody getting close to me or I see somebody consistently walking back and forth past me, then I'm like paying attention, right? But I don't yeah. I don't give a shit what other people are doing, but until like I see a person walking back and forth next to me, which is what was happening. So I'm out on campus playing Pokemon Go, right? And I see this person with a fucking gym bag. Now I realize why I'm traumatized about people with gym bags. <laughs> okay, yeah, full fucking circle. Here we go. Yep, I just realized when I was thinking about this, I was like, that's why I'm traumatized and I hate fucking people with gym bags. This guy with a gym bag was eyeballing me, like full on fucking staring, no shame, walking back and forth past me. Like he went outside and I watched him, turned around, came back into the building, walked past me, was staring at me. Went, like, down around the corner, turned around, came back, walked past me again, staring at me with his fucking gym bag. So, finally, I ended up making my way out toward the edge of the wall where he was. And as he walked up towards me, I I just was just like, what's up? (laughs) What you doing? Yeah. And, of course, he, I remember he was like chewing like a protein bar in his mouth, like, just like chomping, like being like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm playing fucking Pokemon Go. Like, like no shame, like not being afraid of him, but being like, I'm playing Pokemon. Yeah. Like, look at, like, I'm trying to capture this legendary. Like, look at me fucking spin this ball. So he's just like, all right, that's cool. And I, I don't really remember where the conversation went. All I know is, is that I thought he was a guy who was just fucking weird and had no impulse control and like wanted to talk to me, but was also like just chewing something in his mouth very blatantly, disgustingly. Yeah, absolutely. And I was like, Ew, what the fuck? I didn't think anything of it, but I just told a couple of people, I was like, that was fucking weird. And they're like, men are dumb. And I was like, yeah. So he he fucks off. I don't know. He's just like, I'll see you around. I was like, whatever. So I don't think anything of it. Like, don't think anything of it. I just was like, that was weird. So I don't know, maybe a week or so go goes by and I'm in the gym, right? As I usually am. And I am, okay, this is important. I was on the lying leg curl machine. Okay. Yeah. Which, which means your your ass is up in the air as you do this workout. Okay. Correct. Yeah. So as I, I'm in the middle, I'm, I've I did a set and I stop and I'm, I'm gonna rest. And this guy and this guy peers out of fucking nowhere. Okay. And the way that the gym 
layout was is that all the equipment was like it was a big giant room but three quarters of the room was walled off by like a four foot tall wall yeah so like yeah so people on the outside could like walk up to this wall and then you so i i was on the inside of the wall and the gym equipment he was on the outside of the wall so he was like leaning over the wall talking to me and he's like hey do you know that girl over there and i look up And I'm like, yes, because we have, we both have vaginas. She's my cousin. I don't, what the fuck? So I I can see who he's pointing at. And I'm like, I don't know her, but she's always in the gym when I'm in here. And I'm like, she's always with that guy. And of course, the guy that she's with is is like the strongest motherfucker. He was like one arm row, 110 pounds. Jesus. Which is, which is the heaviest dumbbell in the gym. Okay. All right, buddy. (laughs) Pop off. So that motherfucker would like deadlift. 405 it was scary so i was like yeah like i don't know her but like she's in here he she works out with him like like i don't know and so like he's like you you like you don't seriously know anything about her and i'm like no man i don't come in here to like talk to people um well like no i'm good and so like like he was acting so strange and i can't like really recall and like completely reenact the situation as it was because i was i don't know what was that like four years ago at this point this was also like pre-covid yeah that was a hot minute ago right so all i remember though is that the conversation was bothering me so much that my hands were shaking yeah like he was giving off such a bad vibe i was actually legitimately getting scared at a room full of other people in the middle of the gym with this guy and i was like this there's something really far off about this conversation to which then he says to me oh no 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 he he said I'm going to go up and talk to her. And I said, okay, like, whatever you, like, I was like, I don't think she's going to talk to you, dude, cause, but, like, pop off, I guess. But then he says to me, nah, never mind. I'm just going to stare at her. <laughs> wow, you're and so I, funny. <laughs> and before I could even register what the fuck he said, he just walks off and is staring at her. I can't. And I was like, what? Ooh. Wh- no, Ooh. that's not okay. So I was like, See something, say something. If you have a gut feeling, say something. So I walked up to her. I walked up to this chick. Never talked to her before in my life. I was like, hey. And she's like, yeah, what's up? And I'm like, hey, listen, like, real talk for a second. I said, I just talked to this guy that made me extraordinarily uncomfortable. And, like, I told her the whole conversation. I said, I'm so upset. My hands are shaking. Like, I'm sick to my stomach. Like, the way that this guy was talking about you was disgusting. Like, he said he was going to stare at you. And it was really fucking creepy. Um it was weird. Like, I'm uncomfortable. Like, it was not okay. And she was like, ew, okay. But, of course, she's, like, extremely jacked. So, like, I'm sure she wasn't afraid of, like, anybody, really. So yeah, fair. she was, yeah. So she was like, okay. She was like, thanks for telling me. She goes, that is that is weird. I was like, right. So, but she didn't take it as seriously as I wanted her to. So I was like, I don't know. So I fuck off for a little bit. And it's still bothering me, right? Like, it's. I was like, there's something wrong with this guy. There is something wrong with this guy right yeah so i talked to a couple people i talked to my roommate kevin and i'm like hey man like what like i was like there's there's something up with this guy i was like this is fucking creepy he's like stalks me down and stares at me when i'm out and now he's telling me he's staring at another girl he was like you know it probably wouldn't hurt to like bringing it up to the gym people and i was like you know what you're right i was like you know what? let's do that so i go back into the gym i said hey i really need to talk to somebody i said i had an incident happen i said it's been bothering me really bad and normally i don't like do anything but like this one is weird so yeah. i sit down with the director of the gym and i tell her everything and she's like that's fucking weird she goes i do not want him in my gym <laughs> good yeah absolutely that's how you respond yeah so she was like 
ew, ew, what? So she's like, I'm going to find out who the fuck that was. And so she's like, we have cameras. She goes, we're going to pull records. She goes, we're going to find out who that is. And I was like, yep. okay. So she goes, I also want you to go talk to Title Nine. And I went, who? Yeah. And yep. yeah, I've never heard of that before in my life. And then so she told me, I went, okay. So I ended up getting in contact with Title Nine, And I ended up getting pulled into this random room above the auditorium and dairy yeah. berry hall like like we like she had to come get me because she's like you're never gonna find the place she goes let me just come and meet you this that and the other so she pulls me she comes and gets me she pulls me into a room she tells me that she's like an ex-cop and there's another investigator with her and i'm talking to the guys that i relay like the whole entire conversation to them to which they tell me that this guy is a serial stalker i get his name i don't remember what it was if it comes I to do. me i'll what I do. You I remember his name? The case information, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it turns out that he actually attended seven the... other universities. Uh-huh. It was something ridiculous. He seven a... or ten. Something it was crazy. Fucking crazy. Um so they tell me all this and I start shitting my fucking pants because we all we start looking up like I don't think we should say his name on the podcast. No, I don't but think so either. I want to, but I don't think we should. We should probably not, because he actually yeah. like ended up... Because what they said to me, because I was like, what the fuck, kick him out if he did this at seven other universities? And the cop was like, well, uh, be, you know, if somebody you know gets caught speeding seven times, you can't arrest them again because they're not technically speeding. And it's like, okay, first off, I, oh, if it was me now and someone said that to me, I would have been like, please stop comparing women's lives to a fucking speeding ticket. Anyways, so... Uh, so I found out all of that information and I was sinking this motherfucker ship of like saying he's still doing it again. So we're going to leave that. We're going to leave. We're going to, we're going to cut it there and I'll tell the rest of the part on the next episode. Yeah. Cause I definitely, my brain being what it was, you started telling me and I was like, <gasps> cause I remember, uh, stalking this guy on the internet before. Uh, yeah. So yeah, no, I was able to I also remember went, who he was. I went to the police. To, I went, no, that's right. I went to the tech police that's right that's how it started i started at the gym she told me to go to the tech police and i filed a complaint with them and then title nine reached out to me and was like we need to talk to you about the situation because it involves a person who's been kicked out of seven other universities for harassing women i think one of the stories was like he chased a woman into the bathroom stall and like was beating on the door saying i'm gonna fucking kill you and then ran out yep yep awesome wild I ran into that asshole. What is my fucking luck with this shit? I don't know. I don't understand. People are uh, people are stupid. People, people are people, not fun. People are gross, and I don't respect them. Anyways, so I'll tell the I'll tell the I'll tell what I know or like what ended up happening on the yes, next please. episode because it was pretty. It's pretty funny the end result of what ended up happening. Yeah, but I don't, I don't even think I know the end result. I think I just know like guy was a creep. Guy did some other stuff. Um, at like multiple different Tennessee universities. I don't uh, know what the end result was at Tennessee Tech, but I know what the student body did. <laughs> oh, good. Very good. But at any rate, um, you know what I do like and I do respect? What? Spooky stories. No way. <laughs> Yahweh. Yahweh. Yeah, I was going to say Yahweh. Okay. Yahweh. <laughs> I was about to Yahweh. say, any, any, anybody that's Jewish in our audience, 
I hope you laughed. If you didn't, <laughs> I'm sorry. It was a good joke. <laughs> is it is it a racist joke? Like, is it like a... Oh, no, no. Um, Yahweh is the... what they call God. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't or, know if it well, was like... The proper like, name. That's good. What are you drinking? Jones Cane Sugar Cream Soda. Dude, Jones is so fucking good. Oh, man. I haven't had a Jones soda since I was like fucking 15 years old. Wow. Where did you, where did you get it? <sighs> Justin walked downstairs and handed it to me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was like, hey, thanks, man. Big like, preach. Pull it out of your ass? I don't fucking know. Anyways. Oh, my God. Sorry. It's good? really good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, What do we do here? Patreon. Yeah. Coin flip. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Patreon. Uh, If you want... uh. What are we? A shit show. Yeah. If you want to we're support this. Absolutely. We're a shit show. <laughs> oh, my God. Head on head on over to Patreon at patreon.com slash hauntharbor and know here we have two tiers. We have an investigator. I try so hard every time. We have an investigator tier at $5 and we have a medium tier at $7. With the medium tier, you get access to bonus episodes and we will mail you a sticker in the mail. Mm-hmm. How else yeah. How else will we mail you a sticker? Um. Yeah. In the mail. Yeah. <laughs> We can email you a sticker, but that's different. Oh, well, that's emailing. It's yeah. electronic mail. Correct. I wanted to see if your if your bees could come up with something clever, but they I guess tried. not. I tried real hard. <laughs> what do you want? That's a heads. Okay, give me heads, head and shoulders. Knees no and knees toes? and toes. These toes. Sorry, my cat just sat on his stuffed toy and then Aww. did that thing where he starts kicking his hind feet because it's bothering him. <laughs> but it's like you sat on it, dumbass. That cat's so stupid. I love him. God, what a He's sweet little old. baby. When I get the condo, I'm going to set up like cat trees on the wall and shit. Yeah! It's great. That's so nice. Oh, I missed my hand. That almost went into my pickles. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> Said heads. <laughs> um. Okay, I got tails. I go first. Pickles. <laughs> I almost went into my pickles because I missed my hand like an idiot. <laughs> All right. So if you haven't noticed, this week's episode is aliens. Woo! Crazy. And unbeknownst spicy. to you guys, what? Spicy aliens. Spicy aliens. That's um, not true. This story is pretty fucking spicy. Okay. Well, maybe I mean, spicy aliens. Okay. Um, Phoenix Lights in Arizona. Ooh. Phoenix Lights in Arizona. That's what we're covering today. I actually really like this. Phoenix, Arizona? Uh, yeah. That makes sense. The Phoenix Lights Yeah. in Arizona. Okay. Yeah. Um, are you looking at my notes? No. Do I need to be? I mean, if you want to see the picture of the I lights. I do. <laughs> I like the pictures. I put I put one picture. Actually, I put technically blah, 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 technically put two, and then there's a video. Hey, look at the oh, fancy! It's a that, line. It's that's, an arc. I don't like it. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the lights that went over Phoenix in 1997. Hmm. This this incident is claimed to be the most bizarre and widely observed UFO incident in modern times oh. because it went over Phoenix and everybody fucking saw it because it went over Phoenix, Arizona. Awesome. <laughs> That's so, the best. <laughs> it happened on the evening of March 13th, 1997. Okay. So if you read the internet, it says it was two separate incidences. The whole internet. The whole internet. Well, part okay. of the internet. Okay. We'll we'll say two thirds. But then, when I started to read like witnesses, yeah, it it seems like it was one event. It just happened in two major towns. Like it traveled through two major towns. 
Oh. That makes, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So, so I couldn't discern why it was two separate events because it because I read one report where it's like it watched it travel from one town to another and it's like then it's the same fucking lights. It's the same thing. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm just putting that out there. Two, either it's two separate events or it's one, but I'm just going to tell you what I found. Works for me. Yeah. Okay, cool. Give me the report. So people from thousands, thousands of fucking people from Arizona and Nevada, and apparently some people in fucking Utah saw this bitch. Jesus Christ. Because it was, it was huge, and it was at night. So the quote-unquote first event involved a lit-up V-shaped object in the sky and by a man in Henderson, Nevada, mm-hmm. around 7 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Okay. So if you scroll all the way down to, uh, to the bottom of my notes, I screenshot it that's not the right word T- took a snippet of oh, the map that's smart yes because i was like like what's the what's the path i don't know so at the bottom of my notes i googled that area and then i took a screenshot of it snapshot snippet snippet i took a snippet there we go and then i circled where henderson was and then i kind of circled where like some of the other places or like i drew a line anyways it'll make sense once i start going through it if you have access to my notes do you see it Yes, I do. And okay, if cool. you don't have access to the notes, you can always just pull up a map of Arizona. I just drew a line. That's the only yeah. difference between what you're going to see and what I did. <laughs> so the man said it was about the size of a Boeing 747. And That's it just, pretty big. Yeah. But it sounded like rushing wind with a total of six lights on it. It was spotted in the northern Arizona town. So that guy saw it at seven. Then I guess we're moving to the mountain, t- mountain time. So it started to be seen around eight o'clock. Uh, officially, the first person to saw it was police officer from Paulden, Arizona. Uh, when he was leaving his house, at the same time, he saw a cluster of reddish-orange lights in the sky. He described it as a cluster of four lights with a fifth light trailing behind. So now we also get, like, different light counts, which is weird. Well, I guess if you're looking at it from different angles, maybe? Maybe? I don't, I don't really that know how sense. that would change it necessarily, but... Here we are. I don't know. But there's just different light counts. Like, you go from anywhere from, like, 5 to 9. Oh. It's weird. Oh, my pickle lid. Okay. Oh, no, my lid. My lid. The lid. The lid. He turned around to his house. So he was, like, leaving via car, right? So yeah. then he saw the lights and he was like, what the fuck? Turned around, grabbed binoculars because it's 1997, okay? And he watched watched the V-shaped UFO until it basically disappeared on the southern horizon so it was it was a it was headed toward tuscan no tucson arizona okay the cat's having zoomies again so then reports from prescott and prescott valley began to come in and report the same flying object so as he watched it go on those same people in that area are now seeing the same thing in the sky they're like holy shit it was reported to be a solid object because it was blocking out the stars in the sky Ah. So it wasn't just like four, five, nine, whatever, individual lights. Um, Apparently people were underneath it, like these two. A Devin Lorenz and his aunt Jamie Lorenz were standing on their front porch when they saw the lights of the sky. They said that it was a leading white... A leading white light with trailing orange lights. They watched the UFO with their binoculars until it passed directly over them ew absolutely silent i hate that i don't like that very much (laughs) disgusting Mm -mm. it is also very slowly moving 
that's something you also have to remember. Like this, I think this transpires over the course of four hours it takes to travel. That's a long time. Yeah, because they didn't make it to, to Phoenix until midnight. And it was first spotted at 8 what p.m. What the fuck? Yeah. Wild. Okay. Why? <laughs> right? Okay. So <laughs> then at that point, apparent, I don't know. I could never get the directions right or like how it was traveling. But they were like, oh, it was heading north. And then it turned south. But then it was t- headed south. And then it went south more. And then I don't know. Anyways, it was headed Prescott. And then it started headed toward Tuc- Tucson. It was always headed south, which means if you go from Prescott Valley to Tucson, Arizona, you have to directly fly over Phoenix, which is what I have in the picture in my notes, is the red line. So that makes sense, right? Yeah. The National UFO Reporting Center got the following report from the Prescott area. This is a little lengthy. I'm just going to read it. We observed five yellow-white lights in a V formation moving slowly from the northwest across the sky to the northeast, then turned almost due south and continues until out of sight. The point of the V was the direction of the movement. The first three lights were a fairly tight V, while the two lights were further back along the lines of the V's legs. During the northwest-northeast transit, one of the trailing lights moved up and joined the three and then dropped back to trailing position. I estimated the three lights in the V to cover about 0.5 degrees of the sky and the whole group of five lights to cover about one degree of sky. Though, there were never any footage or photos of the object being over the Prescott area. I don't like that. Yep. But the second event, there's a fucking video of it. No. Oh. I tagged it in my notes. And you can just Google Phoenix Lights and it's like the first thing that pops up on you. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> Gimme. I want to see. Your That's face, fucked yes. Up. I don't like it. And it moves over Phoenix. You watching it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like you that. liking it. Yo, no. you should. You asked for this. You were like, "Hey, Katie, let's start a podcast." You were the one. Actually, you were the one who wanted aliens. That's very true. No, I mean, like, this is cool. Don't get me wrong. I just don't like the video evidence. <laughs> it makes me kind of upset. But we need that. I mean, absolutely, we or need else, that. Like, but, yeah, or else the like, government's gonna call us crazy. <sighs> People are probably gonna call us that anyway. Let's be real. People already called me that. So, anyways same oh shit cat you scare the fuck out of me <laughs> get spooked God. nerd he ran up the he ran up the cat tree don't look at me so the second event quote unquote the second event which as i as i read a witness you'll be like that's not a second event it's still the same string of lights okay so quote unquote second event occurred just a few hours later starting at 10 p.m excuse me I did not fly over phoenix at midnight it flew over at 10 so it took two hours to fly from about prescott to phoenix that's still two very hours. slow. Yes, it's still really slow. Like, that's still, like, maybe the speed of a car. Yeah, not right? not super fast. Right. Okay. Over the city of Phoenix, lights started to appear in the sky, creating the shape of a boomerang. Hundreds of eyewitnesses reporting seeing the lights, and they were, like, turning on and off in, in like, in, in, like, rhythmic intervals is what we'll call it. So... A woman, Bobby, Bobby Lay, and her, t- and her husband, Tim, with their son, Hall, and grandson... Damien saw the lights as they were over Prescott Valley. And according to their eyewitness, the lights appeared to them in an arc shape headed straight in their direction. So they were more towards Phoenix, right? Yeah. And after 10 minutes of watching the lights, they were almost upon them. And then the shape of an arc, but then as it got closer, they're like, no, it was like, it looked like a 60 degree carpenter's uh, square. Yeah. Which is just a right angle. 
Yeah, absolutely. Ruler. It's just a right angle ruler. <laughs> so they they said that the lights were then hovering down the street out of which they lived. And they estimated that the, the craft was only 100 to 150 feet above their houses and was also moving completely silently. I really hate the silent part. Just silent. Like, because if that was the case, it literally, like, had it been later in the evening, nobody would have fucking seen it. Right, like two, two three in yeah. the morning? Yeah. Everyone would have been asleep. I don't like it. I don't like yep. it. The object moved through an opening in the mountains and headed straight for Phoenix Airport. The object was huge and estimated to be about 6,000 feet in size. That's a lot of feet. It's It was massive. It's huge. Air traffic controllers at Phoenix Airport reported seeing the lights, but nothing was showing on their radar. I don't like that. Bill Grava, he was the one that was on air traffic duty that day, and he said, I have no idea what it was. Something military, I guess. So, just out of curiosity in my brain, because uh, you said 6,000 feet, and I was like, ooh, slow-moving large object. It could be a Zeppelin or a blimp or something, right? Right. My dumbass Googled it. The biggest Zeppelin ever is 246 feet, not 6,000. Yeah. Woo! I don't like it. The penis of Phoenix. Yeah. Who were looking up at the crafts. (laughs) (laughs) Did you just do that? (laughs) I did that at the beginning of your notes while I was scrolling down to the bottom. (laughs) You bitch. I don't remember what I put. The people of Phoenix. Oh, the okay. The penises of Phoenix. <laughs> We're looking up at the craft directly below it. The penises. Thank uh, you. The peni, I think it should be plural. The peni. The peni <laughs> of Phoenix. Oh, I've been trying to keep it together the whole time. That's why I've been so quiet. Oh, uh, you suck. Okay. Now I know proceed. better next time. Yeah. Mm. yeah if mm. I get quiet, there's an issue. <laughs> It's when you know your children up to no good is when mm-hmm. they get quiet. They're silent. Someone's died. That's Someone. They broke something. Yeah. That's the all cat's it is. so fast. Oh, did you see him? I did for like a quarter of a second. He's so quick. <laughs> he gets zoomies now when I get home. So I just He's have so to. so cute. Usually I run him before I record, but I don't have enough time. So. That's fine. Where did I? Okay. The penis of Phoenix. Oh, said the balls of light. <laughs> I was like, did you change it to balls? No, but that's no. that's correct. No, that is correct. You penis balls of light. I didn't even see that. Oh, good choice, Zoe. Good choice. <sighs> what a place. Shut up. So, <laughs> so some some of the penises said that the balls of light were like mm-hmm. canisters of swimming light. So it like wasn't consistently one shining beam. It was like lucid and like swimming. Oh, that's weird. And then people were looking underneath it, right? Because it flew over the fucking city. Yeah. They said it was like they were looking through water. Like they could kind of see through it, but it was like distorted. Oh. I don't like that. Some <laughs> sort of gravity distortion bullshit. I don't know. Oh, my God. Some. Some. Something. Some science shit. I don't know. Magnet. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I was like, what the f- a cement truck driver haul, hauling haul, hauling down on the mountain on the north side of Phoenix saw it yeah. and said, I'll never be the same. Before this, if anybody had told me they saw a UFO, I would have said, yeah, and I believe in the tooth fairy. Now I've got a whole new view and I may be just a dumb truck driver, but I've seen something that, that doesn't belong here. And he apparently watched those lights for two hours. God bless. Yup. Yeah, that would, I think that would fuck me up. Like, ugh. 
If I didn't already believe in like some fucked up weird stuff, that would confuse me. You're the governor? Huh? The governor saw it. Nuh-uh. Yeah. What the fuck? Yep. So, the Arizona governor at the time. I don't know how the fuck to say this guy's name. Fife? Thief? Fife. Fifefe? No, just there's one F. Fife. Or two Fs. Fife. (laughs) F-Y-F-E. Fife. Fifey. Fife, I think. Okay. Fife Simmington. Yeah. I'm gonna have a stroke. (laughs) Saw the craft of the sky saying... Okay, no, at first, he was a total dickbag. He didn't say all this until later. Okay. Oh, yeah, of course. Politicians. Okay. Yes, exactly. So he said, I turned around and this great big delta-shaped thing came out of the northwest and was headed down towards the southwest valley. It was really eerie. It had embedded lights. I always refer to it as otherworldly. I'd never seen anything like it. Huh. So... After the lights moved through Phoenix, a young man in the Kingman area, so like on the south side of Phoenix, saw the lights as well, and he pulled over to the nearest phone booth because he was traveling to Los Angeles and it was 1997 and we didn't have a whole lot of cell phones back then. Yeah, that makes that sense. That is terrifying. Car phones. Well, not even having cell phones because if your car dies, you don't have a fucking phone either. Yeah. Ooh, Gross. I, I like the era in which we live in. Uh, so he called, called and reported it, and that was like one of the last reports. On the lights. Thanks, I hate it. Yeah. So the military... As they do. As, to no one's fucking surprise, deny the involvements in the lights in the sky at first. There ain't no lights up there. Nuh-uh, y'all, didn't happen. Uh, Yuns are blind. Whole, <laughs> the whole city, y'all are fucking nuts. You, you don't know what you're looking at. Y'all are... Go to bed. Yeah, go to and sleep. They, have a drink. Something. Calm your nerves. Go. You need You need to... Um, Focus on your mental health. You all are going crazy. You're too stressed. I'm so sorry we put LSD in the water. It just happened. (laughs) I'm sorry. You just saw some shit. (laughs) It's not real. I feel like they would rather say that than actually say it was a UFO. (laughs) We don't know what it was. Oh, no, no, no. Somebody just accidentally put some LSD in the water supply. It's fine. It's fine. It's great. Here we are. So then the United States Air Force said, ooh, 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 wait, wait, wait. It was actually us. Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> bad. They said that they were that the lights in the sky were high intensity flares that were dropped by a fleet of A-10s, which are planes. Yeah. During a routine training. Damn, those routine trainings always looking like UFO crafts. What? I don't believe it. You gotta look on your face. There's an Air Force range called Barry M. Goldwater Air Force Range that is nearby. So a Lieutenant Colonel Ed Jones responded in March of 2007, 10 years fucking later, said that he was the one that was flying, flowing, flying the A-10 that night. And he was the one who dropped the flares over Phoenix, apparently. Well, what a dick. Well, apparently he dropped the flares over the range, but then the wind carried it. Oh, that's interesting because those don't at all look like high intensity flares from the videos I'm watching. No, because flares leave trails, don't they? Yeah. And they yeah. also fall. They don't go across the sky at the same For two, two three hours? Yeah. That's not how that works. Like, flares are literally, like, they're not like giant glow sticks. They're like on fire. Sizzling. Hmm. And shit. Weird. Yeah. So this guy came forward and he was like, no, I was the one in the aircraft that night. His squadron was at the Davis Moffin Air Force Base in Arizona on a training exercise. Apparently the Maryland 
National Guard sent their 104th Fighter Squadron, which this Jones Lieutenant Colonel's dude belonged to, and confirmed that they were there that night, and it was them flying around and dropping flares. So, even though the... <laughs> no, even I'm, though the... Mm-mm. Nope. No. Oh, I know. The, the, the look of determination of that's not fucking real. Yep. No, I'm literally looking at a video of an A-10 dropping those flares at night, and it does not look the same. That motherfucker lied. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. So, so even though that incident happened in March, in July of 1997, reports of the Maryland National Guard being responsible f- for that incident was published in the Arizona Republic newspaper, but nobody fucking believed it or cared or didn't even... That's because no. those people have probably seen first-hand experience of A-10s dropping fucking flares. So... Which is so funny, because actually the governor... We'll get to that in a second. We'll get to that in a second. So, at first, when this when this first happened, the government never followed up with, with any of the criticism about it. They they denied any further questioning of the sort, which which included um, Fafifi there. Uh, <laughs> and at the time, Senator John McCain... Oh, John McCain! <laughs> John McCain was senator of Arizona at the time. And neither the governor or the senator held any investigations while the citizens were demanding it. And apparently the governor on NBC or some station got on to do a public thing and was like, yeah. we found the culprit right here. And his attendant, her, his like attendee, um, what the fuck do you call it? Assistant? Assistant. We'll call it assistant. Came out in a fucking alien costume on stage. Ha 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 ha. Fun. <laughs> That's so a good was- joke. They were like, he's trying to make light of the situation. It's like, no, he's being a fucking asshole. It's a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a great joke, even. Um, My God. Only after the governor was out of office did he become more open about the object that he said he saw. He was he was more op- open about objecting. No, objecting that the government said what it was and that it wasn't. Okay, so Does that makes sense. He, yeah, he knew it wasn't the planes and was pissed off that the government was saying that, basically. Yeah, pretty much, because like okay. he saw it with his own eyes, and so, uh, yeah, there it is. He served in the Air Force. The oh. governor served in the Air Force. He was like, no, no, that was not flares. Fuck you guys. Well, whoops. Yep, he he was sus. So he he did a couple of interviews in 2007 because I guess that marked the anniversary of when that happened, right? Yeah. So he he said, as a pilot and a former Air Force officer, I can definitely, definitively say that this craft did not resemble any man-made object I've ever seen, and it was certainly not high-altitude flares because flares don't fly in formation. And he said in an interview with the Daily Courier, he went on Fox News. He oh, went on wow. Fox. Yeah, and then he also went on the Daily Courier courier in 2007 um he also said i'm a pilot and i know just about every machine that flies it was bigger than anything i've ever seen it remains a great mystery other people saw it responsible people i don't know why people would ridicule it it was enormous and inexplainable that's not what that word is inexplicable there we go who knows where it came from a lot of people saw it i saw it too it was dramatic and it couldn't have been flares because it was too symmetrical it had a geometric outline a constant shape so he fucking says terrifying. it wasn't what? That's fucking terrifying. Yeah, he said that it wasn't separate lights like some people believed that it was one solid craft. Yeah. He did later contact commander. I found this somewhere and 
Apparently, he contacted the commander at Luke Air Force Base, the general of the National Guard, and the head of the Department of Public Safety about what the fuck that was. Yeah. And none of them had an answer. Ew. So, for the lights over Prescott, because, again, some people think that this is two separate incidences, or, like, two separate crafts, whatever. Yeah. An amateur astronomer by the name of Mitch Stanley, and I hate that name, Mitch. I don't know why. Actually, I do know why. I, knew, I met a guy named Mitch, and I thought I was going to... Anyways. Punch, punch uh, him. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he's a snitch. Because... Uh, he said, because he said he was going to put me in my place as a woman. Oh, Mitch was a bitch. I see. Yeah, Miss Mitch was a bitch. And, Got you. Uh, yeah, that, that was really funny. I'm pretty sure I told that episode. I you told did. that story. I you did. did. Okay, great. No. So with a, he had a Dobbs, Dobsonian telescope, whatever the uh, fuck what? that means. Dobsonian? What the fuck? What a name. What a name. And it must be a brand german brand i don't fucking know anyways the the fact of the matter is that it had a 43 times magnitude zoom on this bitch oh what a big and, boy yeah so apparently when he was like oh there's lights in the sky and he zoomed in on it he said that they were all individual aircrafts uh, like he was just like oh they're airplanes and thought nothing of it oh interesting yep which still wire airplanes yeah yeah that doesn't no apparently it can also just be an optical illusion that the brain just naturally wants to connect dots. So, whereas it was supposed to be like, you know, five to nine individual aircrafts flying, that the brain will just naturally want to connect all of those dots into one giant shape, which explains why everyone thought it was a giant aircraft. Because the brain just wanted to fill in that space. Yeah, that I could believe. I don't so, like it, but I could believe yeah. it. There was a reoccurring incident. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> In 2008, five more lights were seen above Phoenix, but it was it was a local man who filled up five helium <sighs> balloons and attached them with flares and then sent them off. Wow, what an asshole. And a police helicopter took off to go see what the fuck it was. And wow. uh, the, in, the individual came forward anonymously and said, yes, it was me. I did it. My bad. I'm offended. Now. I'm now- offended. <laughs> How dare he mock the alien community like that? It was real, damn it. I mean, no, just how dare he remain anonymous? I wish to high five him. Oh. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> it was a good joke. That was a good joke. <laughs> Anyways, now there is a festival called Phoenix Lights. Because oh, I was cool. like, ooh, because I was going through all the links of like trying to get more information, and then it popped up on that. It was, it was, I don't know, I, it was a weird website, and apparently it's postponed because of COVID. But I don't know if it has anything to do with the UFO incidents, but it just came up with my results. Awesome. What? Exactly what I wanted uh, is exists. So you said the, the Phoenix Light Festival, and my yeah. brain, uh, the bees started to scream, and I was like, I wonder if they have, like, because microbreweries are a thing. It's like, I wonder if they have a Phoenix Light beer. They do. Oh, my God. By the Ren House Brewing Company. 15 out of 10. Thank you. It's an IPA as well. I'm oh, happy. my God. No. Time to order some beer. No. <laughs> Not everything has to be named after a fucking beer. Well, no, but beers are, like, IPAs are that fucking, like, pretentious. It's going to no. be like, hey, this is a good name. Tastes like vomit. You're just uh, uncultured, and that's okay. <laughs> my taste buds. Yeah. Yep. That's fine. So that is the Phoenix Lights. Hey, thanks for telling me that story. 
Hey, you're welcome. I wrote up those notes in a day. Thanks, anxiety medication. Wee! Wee! You're zooming. (laughs) (laughs) This is the part of the episode where we give our shout-outs to our newest Patreon members. However, we do not have any Patreon members. New Patreon members, and that's okay. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. However, if you would like to have your name dropped here, please be sure to sign up to be a newest Patreon member, and we'll just say your name right here, right right now. What are you fucking... What are you fucking doing? What is that? Know. That's a bottle cap. Oh. For my Jones soda. Oh, okay. I thought, are you sticking yeah. it pointy side down into your skin? Yeah. Why? So it'll stick. No, it won't stick. That? Yeah, well, for a second. No, do it Do it flat side flat. Flat right. side on your... Flat, flat side flat? I don't think yeah. that's going to work. More surface tension. Eh. Bruh. It's, I'm offended. It's, wow. I'm wow. Offended. <laughs> your size bullshit. Right. Get out. It's fine. <laughs> It's almost like you went to college or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me just stick the points uh, out of the bottle cap into my face. You're, it made sense you're do- for me. It made sense for a moment, and then it didn't. <laughs> superior knowledge. <sighs> Son of a bitch. Let me just dig this into my fucking skin, and it'll stick. Absolutely. No, my God. Anyways, you're you're done. Give me all your bottle caps. All right. I just have Is this anything- one. What? I just have this one. <laughs> Give me. Okay. Is there anything else we do at this part? No, I think that's it. Okay. I think so. All right. If it, if that's not it, please somebody yell at us. I think that's it. Anyways, okay. it's your turn. Oh, hey, it is. Hi, hello. Um, what's, yours, what's yours about? The Flatwood Monster UFO Incidents, a.k.a. Braxy, a.k.a. the Green Monster, a.k.a. the Braxton County Monster. Okay. Took place in Braxton County, West Virginia, in Flatwoods. Gross. Yeah. So Flatwoods is in Braxton County, West Virginia, obviously. It's a very small town. The 2010 census had it at a whole 277 people. It's a bit small. That's a really fuck. Well, it's West Virginia, Mountain Mama. <laughs> yeah. So like. A little, little bitty, little bitty. Like, it's described like this town is the everybody knows everybody and everybody knows everybody's grandparents. Like, very insular. Um, every now and then you'll get like a new like transplant to the place but it's it, not often keep it in the family you know what i mean ew are you gonna be like that <sighs> uh, sorry Gross. that's fine flatwoods was for- first incorporated in 1902 and maps actually show the town existed in 1873 and the first church was established there by pastor john clark with like a little bitty community as far back as 1830 so Damn. Like, it's old okay okay yeah, it's old the entire town is 0.66 square miles. Very, very small. That's, God, I, can't, I couldn't even imagine. Little, very small. So fun fact, this incident occurred five years after Kenneth Arnold saw the UFOs around his plane, which you talked about. And Wait, what? Kenneth Arnold and his UFO incident. In Montana? Yeah. Five yeah. years after that. And okay. 14 years before Mothman. <laughs> so... Okay. West Virginia. Mountain Mama. All right. right. So our story begins at dusk on September 12th, 1952. Edward May, Freddie May brothers, their friend Neil Nunley and Tommy Heyer were playing on the lawn at the Flatwoods Elementary School. So like it's almost dark, playing outside, everything's cool, small town, do whatever you want, right? Mm -hmm. The boys were all between the ages of like 10 and 17. Okay. And they had lived in Flatwoods their whole lives. So they all know each other, all go to the same school, all their families know each other, they're all friends. 
They're probably all related. It's great. It's fine. <sighs> Distant cousins somehow, you know. If you, if you have to draw a family tree to explain how you're related, it's too close. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, a bright light streaked across the sky overhead and appeared to crash into a hillside on G. Bailey's Fisher's farm. The boys described the object as as large as a house wow. and so brightly lit from within that it was almost reflective. When it hit oh. the hillside, they could see this like red pulsing light where it impacted. So kids being kids decided they needed to immediately go investigate in person. They got to poke it with a stick. Absolutely. So they ran after it. On the way, they were joking about a shooting star having gold in it. So they were like, oh, shit, we better go get the get the gold out of it. Because, I mean, they're like fucking 10. Like, we're going to go get the money out of it and maybe give it to, like, some geological researchers or something. Oh, my God. you know, they just probably learned about geology that week in school. And they were like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> oh, my God. So these boys, these sweet, sweet boys, on the way, they have to pass the maze home. So they stopped in to tell their mom, Kathleen what was happening like what they saw what was going on and they're like hey we're gonna go look at this meteor or whatever it is and we're gonna see what happened so the mom's like well why not let's all go she had a distant cousin coming to like like visiting them his name was eugene lemon (laughs) (laughs) so uh mr lemon (laughs) i think he was like 17 or 18 he was young uh he was in the national guard so she was like, yeah, we'll take, we'll take Eugene with us and we'll be safe. So he gets a flashlight and they all go. That's what he brings. He brings he's a flashlight. The, he's in the National Guard, yep. going to investigate something that crash landed in the forest. Yeah. Flashlight. Well, I mean, awesome. he thinks it's a meteor because that's what the kids described it as. So he's like, hell yeah, let's go look at some rocks from the sky. He doesn't think anything <laughs> of it. Right? Okay. 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 <laughs> so he's like, all right, like, let's, let's go hike in the middle of the woods, like with a flashlight. That's, that's fine. <sighs> So, they go up with what was described, so, like, the, the four boys, two adults, and then a family dog, who was actually more described as, like, the town dog, where the dog was just outside, and everybody would feed it, and he would just hang out with whoever he wanted to, like a town dog. I didn't the know town, that was a thing. The town stray. Yeah, the com- apparently. The community cat. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> so, that's do- the dog's name was Richie, so Richie went with them, too. So, six people and a dog. Okay. So when they arrive, like, on the farm, and they're going up, they see this red pulsing light still, and that's when I think the adults were like, oh, that's not a meteor. Okay, that's fucking weird. Did a plane crash? What's happening? So they they go up the hill, and as they, like, crest the top of the hill, they see this, like, solid object that is literally as large as a house, and it appears not pear-shaped, but more, like, oblong, like an egg, almost. And, like, the, the pointy side of the egg is, like, tilted down towards the earth. Like, that's where it, like, dug in. Okay. So the entire hillside around this giant egg-like thing is shrouded in this thick, sulfuric-smelling mist. The dog, Richie, runs toward the egg into the mist, into, the, like, the thick of the mist, barking oh like fucking crazy. Then he howl yelps, turns around, runs past them, and leaves. Trigger warning for the dog. No. I know, I'm sorry. So when later on they went to look for the dog, they found him on a veranda, uh, like a porch. Uh, he had vomited profusely and then died. Ah. Yeah. So that's not good. Gross. Yeah, that's not good. 
So as everybody like is looking at this thing and then they hear like the dog freak out and run off, they hear a sound behind them and they all whip around. Lemon shines his flashlight up the hill toward where the sound was to see if he could figure out what it is because he's like, ah, it's probably an animal. Instead, his flashlight hits what they describe as a 10 foot tall creature with a head shaped like a spade, like a like on cards, a spade, and what could be possibly a metal dress. It doesn't look like it has legs. It just looks like it has like a little box metal dress thing, right? The colors were red, green, and black, and they couldn't and couldn't quite make out like features or anything. They argued later if the creature had hands or not, but it had some sort of like twisting clawed things ahead of it. And its eyes were this like glowing orange red color. And it was almost like its head was panning back and forth across the area. Um, Like scanning is how they described it later. It didn't walk. It either hovered or levitated above the ground. And the creature, when it got hit with the light, they heard this hissing sound. And then it started to glide quickly toward them. No, 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 no. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. So immediately, uh, Lemon drops the fucking flashlight. (laughs) They all scream, turn around and fucking run. Uh, Lemon actually, like, as he dropped the flashlight, Kathleen said in a later interview, he drops the flashlight. He's the first one that, like, yells and is freaking out. He trips over one of her sons as he is running, which trips that kid. So then he's scrambling to get away. So it's just a fucking mess. But they all run away. Everybody's safe. That's good, right? Yay. So Edward, one of the sons, described this thing. He's always in every interview he's ever given, described this as a non-living thing. It was mechanical is how he describes it. Later in his life, he saw pictures of V2 rockets. And that's what he thinks it looked like, was just this general shape of a V2 rocket where it has like the cone on top and it's uh, solid down the sides, right? Or at least the top is similar to with that spade shape. He describes the eyes less like eyes, more like portholes where, like portholes on a ship, where the light was coming from behind the portholes and was just shining out. So it wasn't that they were like the, the light of eyes, more like there was light behind it, something was inside it kind of thing, is how okay. he described it. Okay. Which somehow makes it grosser to me. I don't know. Right. So he thinks, um, in retrospect, that it was some sort of a mechanical protector. He used the word sentinel. Uh, He thinks it was some sort of like mechanical sentinel placed there uh, to protect the ship. Makes sense. I don't know. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I stuck a picture of it in my notes and like artist renditions of their descriptions. It's pretty weird. It's gross. Yeah. I don't like it. So after that encounter, some of the members of the group suffered from throat irritation, vomiting and nausea, which all persisted for days. It wasn't Ew. like a quick and everything's fine. No, it, it was, took a while. Those symptoms were passed off just by the general populace as signs of hysteria. But fun fact, those are all actually the effects of exposure from mustard gas. Just fun fact. Oh. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Ha ha ha. So Kathleen May and Eugene Lemon, <laughs> when they get home, <laughs> they report the incident to the local police who went out and searched the area that night apparently didn't find anything. Bullshit. Nothing at all. Ah! No. So, that's... Ha ha ha. 
Uh, so there was another sighting of a similar creature by Mrs. Audra Harper not long before the sighting on the Fisher's farm. So same night, earlier in the evening. Okay. Or about the same time. So somewhere in there. So Harper was walking through the woods near her home toward the uh, near the town of Heaters, which is about five miles north of Flatwoods. She and her friend, two of them, were walking to a nearby store and they didn't use the road from her house like down and around because it was rutted. So they would have to like trek over it and it would be kind of hard to get through. But also it was a shortcut through the forest. So it took less time to just walk through than to walk around. Okay. Okay. About half a mile into their trip. Uh, they noticed a ball of fire no. on one of the hills they were passing. Now that you read what it actually says. So Katie changed my notes to say about half a dick into their trip. Uh, <laughs> they noticed a ball of fire. Did you just like search for ball so you could put it in there next to like no, what I did? did. <laughs> I just, no! <laughs> I did it! I swear to God, I got lucky. Damn. That's really funny. That makes That's me happy. About half a dick <laughs> into their trip. <sighs> yeah, so. Half a dick. Ball of fire. Awesome. Yeah, so they see a ball of fire on one of the hills, and Audrey Harper, being a good old Southern woman, knows, okay, they're just they're just fox hunting. That's all it is. That's all they're doing. Fox chasing. Don't worry about it. <sighs> when she looked back, however, the fire was gone, and in its place was this tall, dark silhouette of a figure. So she's terrified, because that thing is way fucking taller than any person should be. And she described it as very, very similar to what the others described the monster to be. Um, the only difference was when she saw this, um, you know, it was her and her friend. She sees it and it's just this black shadow, like this black creature, like fully dark. She can't see any fe any features, anything on it. She can see like the sides. There's claws for the little arms, right? And she can see the little point. And that's what she gets. And then the, she gets, the, the not she, legs. She, she gets the no light eyeballs. Yeah, absolutely. So okay. they turn and run. And as they're running across this field, they come to a gate. And they get to the gate. And she unlatches the gate and they get through. Hop the gate. <sighs> the fuck? Hmm. Unlatches it, get through. And the uh, like as she's unlatching the gate, the her friend turns and it goes, oh my God, Audrey, it's right behind us. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> so Audrey's like, oh no. The other girl runs the fuck off as soon as the gates open, doesn't even turn around, like, doesn't try to help her friend latch the gate. Audrey, for some reason, is like, I'm gonna close this gate. So she fuck goes the to gate. close it, turns around, and the thing's literally right there. So she's like, fuck that, and turns around and runs. The two of them, this, this was important. Uh, as they're running across this field, back to the house, this field has... Normally, a lot of like rocks and potholes and little areas that you have to be really careful or you're going to break your ankle. Somehow, neither one of them hit any in, any had any trouble getting across this field as they ran. Damn. So that's cool. Damn. Yeah, they didn't get murdered though, so that's good. But uh <laughs> I don't like that so, one. So like did they get away and yeah. then they just they, they didn't see it? Yeah, they they got away. Um they just uh, remember very vividly the black shadow, black figure uh, that had no legs. I just this little I metal skirt. I my pants. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, me too. I'd die. I'd fucking ah. Uh, yeah, okay. absolutely. I would die because it. The more I look at it, the more it makes me think of a Dalek from Doctor Who. Um, 
So any Doctor Who fans out there will understand that comparison. I don't. I know. It's okay. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) So another strange incident happened uh, the next night. So both of those were on September 12th. This is September 13th. So a couple who were from New York, they had like come through to visit another state and they were driving back. They were like, ah, we're a little ahead of schedule. We're going to take the scenic route. Mm -hmm. So they're driving through West Virginia. Um, It's the two of them, uh, George and Edith Snitowiski, practiced it. Uh, George and Edith Snitowiski and their 18-month-old son were driving through the farmland between Clay and Braxton County when their car suddenly died. When I read that, I was mm-hmm. like, they were driving through, and suddenly they died. Yeah, basically. I was like, whoa, zero to a thousand, but it was their <laughs> suddenly car, not dead. them. <laughs> the cat chewing on your on your cable? No, no, my dog gets anxious, and he's chewing his feet. So oh. I had to oh, smack no. him, and now he's standing and looking at me like, what the fuck, bitch? But, well, because you smacked him. Yeah, I know. It was just a gentle little side tap. Oh, okay. You just patted yeah. him. Okay, Just okay. a sweet little pat. I say smack. It was like a little pat. Okay. So George, being the man, uh, tries to restart the car. Um, No luck. So once again, he's like, oh, um, that's not good. So it's nighttime. It's dark. There's nobody on the road. So he hops out of the car to go and check and see if he can like pop the hood and figure out what the hell's going on. So he's looking around and can't figure out any reason why the car wouldn't start. While the couple's trying to decide what to do, this... Sulfuric smelling fog rolls in. Oh shit. He starts to get really lightheaded and dizzy and just not not feeling good. Um he some stories say that he kind of like stumbled away um toward the woods and then like he he was snapped out of this I guess trance by his wife screaming bloody murder. Oh shit. So he hears that and he's like, "Okay, what the fuck?" and like turns around and starts like stumbling back to the car the baby's crying and he doesn't really know what's happening he she's like screaming and pointing behind him so he turns around and he sees this 10 foot tall creature hovering coming his direction um same kind of same flatwood monster so he dives into the car like scrambles inside grabs their son grabs his wife puts them in the floorboard and like hunches over them hoping to protect them, this creature just comes by their car, like floats toward the front of their vehicle. And it was described very similar to the original sighting of the monster. The only real difference here was that this monster wasn't wearing its like spade-shaped hood. So they could see it was very lizard-like. Ew. As it dragged, like scaly head, and it like dragged its little bony hand across the hood. Ew. Before just disappearing into the other side of the woods. It was his astronaut suit. It couldn't see anymore. Yeah. That's gross. Ha ha ha. So as soon as the creature was out of sight, the car restarted no problem and they sped the fuck off. So that's cool. And gross. fun. And interesting. So Project Blue Book is a thing, right? That we're all aware of. Right. So this whole incident happened in the early days of Project Blue Book, because I think they started in like 45 through 47, somewhere in there. So this was 52. Project Blue Book goes around. So they did send investigators to see what the fuck was going on. When those investigators arrived, they did note that there was an unusual smell in the area where the sighting occurred. 
So those policemen who were like, yeah, we didn't smell anything. We didn't see anything. Nothing was going on. The fucking liars. Because this is all well documented in government stuff. Oh, wow. Weird smell. They also noted that some of the trees around the area were singed at the top and some of the branches were broken from it looked like something coming down. So it wasn't like somebody climbed up and snapped the branches off. It was the top of the trees. Some of the branches were broken in a downward trajectory. Ew. So that's gross. As far as explanations go, this is absolutely just amazing to me that this is the conclusion that not only uh, did this gentleman come to, but also the military came to. What? Like, here's our explanation. So this guy named Joe Nickel, he's from the Committee for Skeptical Inquiry. He went to West Virginia to Flatwoods in 2000 to investigate, like, all the people and, like, look at everything and, like, see what happened, right? And, like, he was going off of Project Blue Book stuff. So he concluded that the witnesses most likely saw a meteor flying across the sky. He explained the pulsing red light as an aircraft navigation or hazard beacon. And the creature that they saw was most likely an owl. I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> what a fucking asshole. <laughs> so so let me let me tell you how he came to his findings. So Joe Nickel believes that the witnesses' perceptions were distorted by their heightened state of anxiety, which allowed them to create the scene out of a sci-fi movie. Uh, Nickel believes that the views are, and of course those views are shared by a number of other investigators, including the local law enforcement and the Air Force. So Project Blue Book. (sighs) So he explains there, there was actually, in fact, a meteor the night of September 12th that flew over Maryland, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. So that did happen. It was the, it was the spacecraft that they saw. Fuckers. (laughs) Ha ha. So Nickel also found that there were three flashing red aircraft beacons visible from the area of the sightings, which could account for the description of the pulsing red light and the red tint on the face of this supposed monster. That's how he's explaining the eyes was there was just a red tint on the face. Nickel also concluded that the shape, movement, and sounds reported were consistent with the silhouette, flight pattern, and call of a startled barn owl perched on a tree branch. No. <laughs> he believes fucking, that the- <laughs> a, No, a fucking barn owl is not 10 feet tall, you jackass. What so, a fucking- uh. <laughs> So his explanation for that was the owl moving on the tree branch could have caused the lower portions of the creature, which he, like looked like- He thinks the tree branch itself and the foliage around that tree branch represented the pleated skirt- that the the monster was wearing. That's is this guy still alive? I don't know. I think so. I mean, this I investigation pun- was in two thousand, so I imagine so. What? I want to punch him. <laughs> How fucking <laughs> stupid can you be? <laughs> Everything's an owl. If it's not a it's, if it's not a fucking weather balloon, it's a fucking owl. What the? F- God. <laughs> so, so he explains the sickness that some of them experienced after the incident. Um, was just, quote, consistent with hysteria and overexertion. I'm going to give you overexertion. Oh, my God. <laughs> so so here's, here's some good stuff, all right? So today, if you visit Flatwood, driving into the town, there's this big old sign that says, Welcome to Flatwood, home of the Green Monster, which it's also known as the Green Monster. I should have put that in my AKAs. I don't know if I did. 
You did. <sighs> you said it. Okay. Okay, great. There's also a series of Flatwood Monsters, Flatwoods Monster Chairs in the town, which I think is cool. There are five of those chairs. There's a picture in my notes at the very bottom. Built by the Braxton County Convention and Visitors Bureau to serve as landmarks and visitor attractions. So the Bureau oh, will actually... Cool. It's cute! The the Bureau actually rewards visitors who photograph all five chairs with a free Braxy sticker, which is so We're cute. Going. I know We're I going. want to. Please... <laughs> So Flatwood has a monster museum dedicated to the Flatwood monster. Uh, so you walk in and they'll tell you the story and like super happy to chat about aliens, cryptids, and like anything paranormal. They have souvenirs such as like shirt stickers, shot glasses, and admissions are free. They are located okay. at 208 Main Street, Sutton, West Virginia. Now Flatwood and her monster have appeared in video games such as Fallout 76. That's not right. That's not right. No, that's not the right thing. It's it autocorrected to Amazon, and now I don't know what the correct one is. Oh well, uh, everybody's golf four, which is Fuck. silly to me. Am- everybody's golf four. Okay, it's apparently a game. Uh, and the History Channel has a series like their Project Blue Book series, where they just talk about like all the stuff that's in Project Blue Book. That episode's linked in my notes. Yes, you left out a game. Which one? <laughs> which one? Which one? Yeah, which one? <laughs> that would be. Legend of Zelda, Majora's Mask. Google it right now. It's 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 a mini game on the forest. No, a mini game on the farm. Is it Flatwoods Monster? It's got to be Flatwoods Monster. I'm upset. Is it? You're right. Yeah. Yes. 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 I'm so offended that I didn't know that. That's all. That's to all. Be fair. I've only. Want. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. <laughs> I've only ever played Majora's Mask once, and I was very little. That uh, mission is part of the reason why i will not play that game it scares the fuck out of me oh that's interesting huh. yeah yep it's it's there i'm i'm gonna i'm upset okay well <laughs> i'm gonna i'm really surprised yeah i'm really surprised it didn't um pop up in the list because that's very popular i don't know but i fixed it okay it's in there now you did great all right cool okay there is a full-ass documentary on this monster and the legend that is absolutely amazing yes is that what you were watching when I texted you? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's called okay. The Flatwoods Monster, A Legacy of Fear, created by Small Town Monsters. You can actually watch it free on Vudu with ads. Um, totally worth it. They interview Ed and Freddie Mae in the documentary and, like, some of the other boys that were there that, like, saw the fucking thing. It's really cool. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. That's pretty it's cool. It's really good. Uh, both, uh, both Ed and Freddie are, like, in their 70s now, but they don't typically do interviews uh anymore just because since they started telling their story they have been mocked and ridiculed by their peers their whole lives because they were 10 60 fucking years they've been made fun of so (sighs) makes sense that they don't talk about it that much anymore yeah Uh, they eventually stopped the interviews and just like when they ask get asked like why they say well once you've told the story a hundred thousand times it's not going to change you're either going to believe me or you aren't so yep yeah they're right Absolutely. So that is the story of the Flatwoods Monster. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. That was great. Yeah, I'm glad. I loved it. I had a good time. What a... <laughs> I, got up, I got up really early to go to the doctors. I was about to say, yeah, it's five work. in the afternoon. And it's size of the size of the moon. It's six o'clock here. You could, so you can, so you do. It's nine in the afternoon. I don't it's know. It's feeling so earlier. good just the way that you do. Because it's, it's nine in the afternoon. Okay. Yeah. It's a great song. Thanks, Thanks Panic soda. at the Disco. It's really good. Put your put your bottle cap on your forehead again. <laughs> Never. 
I won't. Oh my god. You know, like when you stick quarters to your head? I never did that. No. Well, see, that's why you did the bottle cap incorrectly. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That was the first time I was like, I'm going to stick this to myself. Never before have I done that. Clearly. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. That's fine. (laughs) Everything's fine. All right. We good? Yeah. Wrap. Yeah. Is that scene? Wrap wrap it and ship it. Sip it, rip it, and what? Grip it, rip it, and sip it. Grip it, rip it, and yeah. 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 Is that what you were trying to say? No. Rap, were you going to say wrap it and tap it? No. Hit it and quit I think it? I, I think I was going to say wrap it and tap it. And then I was like, no, that's not right for the analogy. And then I was like, oh, um, wrap it and ship it. But that doesn't. Nailed it. Nah, you got no. it. <laughs> nope. Nope. Okay. All right. I'll. right. We're just going to move right along. Um, Probably smart. Yep, head on over to our website at hauntherbarelyknowher.com. Uh oh. Oh. No. Oh. I'm going to I'm going to read it. Oh. I'm going to read it. Ah! Okay. Wait. Huh? Uh, do what? I'm going to read it. Oh shit. Goodness. Where oh, do don't. Where do Norse Texans go when they die? I don't know. Y'all holla. That's beautiful. That was the That's... joke that was sent to us in the comments. Thank you for doing that. That was awesome. That was a great joke actually. That was very good. That makes me happy. <laughs> I, I snorted when I read it. Okay. <laughs> you can send us jokes or you could submit stories or say yeah. hi. Or all of them. All of them. That's cool. All uh, of them. You, can, you can check us out on Instagram and Twitter at HHIBKH Podcast. I'm on Instagram. So he's on Twitter. I'm slowly making my way back on Instagram and it's pretty cool. Woo. Slowly Get slowly it. working on getting a phone so I can have service at my job. <laughs> at any rate. um, Is that it? Uh, I believe so. I think th- I think that's the only things that we that we do anymore. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> we I, we didn't mention get reviewing or liking our things because I didn't say it. Shit, so, that's uh, what we point, didn't do <laughs> at this point in the episode. If you like our shit, can you go like hit a like button and like tell us that you like it and stuff? That'd be really cool. Thanks, guys. Big preach. We've been doing this for seventy-seven fucking episodes. I knew fine. it. I was like, I forgot something. That's fine. I'm not that worried about it. I am. Good. I'm upset. I'm upset. It's, it's fine. I mean, those it's fucking fine. weird people who listen to shit backwards are going to be like, well, that's weird that they're, you know, doing it here. Yeah, it's fine. Those people are worried. worried. <laughs> you're weird. <laughs> you're you're weird. Okay. All right. So um, <laughs> until next time. Haunt her. I barely know her. Or any of those weird moonsters and lights. <laughs> the owls. <laughs> fucking owls. Owls. <laughs>